What's up, travelers? I am Morgan, and I'm your dungeon master for this amazing campaign with this incredible cast. Before we get started, I want to send a special shout out to UO Publishing, also known as Underground Oracle. These guys are incredible. They make content for you to use at your table, and you should check them out. I like to point out that most of the audio that you hear in this is provided by Arcane Anthem or Tabletop Audio. Now let's introduce the cast. Tonight I am with... Hey everybody, my name is Jake. My handle is D20Deputy. You can find me on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, pretty much everywhere. Um, I am the DM of a group called Death by D20, and I love Liquid Death. Liquid Death, the greatest water that ever existed. It will murder your thirst, but it won't murder you. Hi, my name is Justin. I'll be playing the Fire Genasi Warlock of Jace. My social media handle is Giga Conduit. Hello, everyone. My name is Jonesy. I run a group called Hard Knock Dice, a live stream. You can find us on Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, all that good stuff at Hard Knock Dice. I'm going to be playing Vernalox Summerstone, the Dragonborn Cleric. Hi, I'm Kylie. Uh, you can find me at various social medias at History underscore Kylie, and I play the Aarakocra Ranger Aka Lightfeathers. And I don't have anything to plug. <laughs> <laughs> all right time to get started and as always thanks for joining our adventures Last time, our heroes fought against a strange shambling mound made from the very forest around them. In doing so, they were able to save Rindar from being consumed by it. Searching its corpse, they found a few useful items and then continued pressing forward on their journey through Bone Forest. After a bit of, after a bit of more traveling, Rindar led them to their destination, finding the sacred site to hide and wait for Shadaha's signal. This beautiful, special location surrounds a lake and is believed to allow people to connect spiritually with their ancestors and possibly even the gods themselves. Setting up camp and hiding amongst the rocky caves near the lake, our heroes hunker down for a few days. During which, Jace has a powerful connection with Grava, his reborn elemental spirit child, or something like that. The two share a deep conversation as each could feel what the other felt. Through this joint experience and talk, Jace learns that Zarveg has started to head back towards Timbervale Forest, news that he is still processing. But Jace isn't the only one. He's not alone in his deep connections, as Vernalax also had a vision, clearer than any he's had before. He found himself face to face with Bahamut himself, discussing things that had changed and possible futures still to come. When the vision ended, we found Vernalax and the rest slowly waking up one by one, finding their camp seemed to be lacking a certain friend. As the party begins to look around, Vernalax hears a message from Shadaha. Um, the battle has begun, and Kaldor's forces are colliding with Oglors as we speak. 
I, uh, I, I tried to reach Rindar, but he didn't respond. Venalax, can you please respond? We are here. Rindar is not amongst our numbers. We will move immediately. And you wait for a minute, and there is no other response. And you guys are looking around at each other. Camp is empty. The battle has begun. They are fighting already. It's time we make a move. Did anyone see Rindar leave? Did he speak to any of you before he did? No. Not I. Maybe we should have tied him up. Perhaps. There's no time for regrets now. Quickly. Um, should, should I fly up high to get an idea of where we should go? That's, that's not a bad idea. Though we may be able to hear the sounds of battle already. We need to step from this area and move quickly. Okay. I will tap Akka on the shoulder as she goes uh, into the skies and cast uh, Guidance. Great. Um, what do I add to that? So, I get, the Guidance is a D4. Okay. And then am I, is it a perception or investigation? I would be, I mean, you're flying up to take a quick look around. Go ahead and give me a perception check. Great. Even with that four, it's gonna not be good. That's an eight. <laughs> That's only an eight. From, from this distance, it's there's just so much tree. And it, you, one thing you do notice is further in in the direction that you guys were, were heading, um, it, the, the forest gets heavier and thicker. So it makes it really hard to get a clear shot from up here where you need to go. Okay. Um, I have a question. I may have an answer. Since I had that um, conversation with Grava last time, is it possible I can like try to see if there's anything I can do to sort of like connect with nature, or, like try to figure out a way forward or anything like that? I mean, you guys. I mean, you don't really. There, you know that there's no spirit. No elemental spirit in this forest hasn't right. been one in in many, many, many years. So the connections you have would be limited. I mean, but you guys could look around and see if you know if you can see a trail or maybe a path, maybe you know something along those lines. Okay, would that just be a perception or investigation? Uh, investigation. All right, I'll do that. Because you're is... you're like looking looking around more intently. You're not just pers- you know taking a quick look. A dirty twenty. You actually, while Akka's up there looking around, you guys are all kind of putting the camp to back, you know, picking everything up and preparing to move. And uh, Jace kind of wanders off a little bit. And you very quickly find Rindar's prince on the ground, leading off deeper into the forest. And you're you're no tracker, but you do, it, it does look like Rindar just, the spacing between his feet... It doesn't look like he tried to hide himself. It doesn't look like there's, like he's running. It doesn't look like he's trying to be sneaky. It looks like he just got up and walked the same, you know, each step is like the same distance from the from the other one, from the last one. Like it, he just it walked. Doesn't, it doesn't look like there's like any other footsteps with him or anything like that? No. Okay. It's like he just, it, it looks like he just got up and started walking in that direction. Chase, anything interesting? Excuse me. Uh, 
just Rendar's footprints. It looks like he went on his own. Well, then we must follow with all haste. Indeed. Let's wait till Ark returns. See if she's coming. Oh, there she is. I'm here. I'm here. What did you see? A whole lot of treetops. Wonderful. So, following the footsteps, it is. And as you all finish up and gather, you begin moving through the forest. And it takes you some time. And as you follow the clear, the very clear trail, and Aka, you are a tracker. And it does seem odd, like, just like I described to, to Jace, it seems like he just stood up and just started walking casually into the woods. Straight, like, straight direction towards something. And Can, can I cast Primeval Awareness? Because it'll give me um, up to a mile to, like, detect the the uh, aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fae fiends, and undead. Yeah, you. I mean, of course you can. It's one of your abilities. Yeah. Nothing's preventing no, I mean, you. I, it's just like, <clears throat> I'm, I, I will rephrase it. I am going to cast <laughs> uh, primeval, primeval awareness um, just to, like, get a sense because it lasts for a minute. So if we're walking quickly... I can sort of get a sense within that minute. You cast it, and other than the people that are with you that you're already aware of, you don't sense Rendar within a mile. He must have left some time ago if he's already outside the mile range. And oddly enough, you're kind of expecting to, to pick up things here and there out in the woods, you know, just because of where you're at and what you've been dealing with. Mm-hmm. But it, it is clear of your detection oh that's bad that's real bad uh (laughs) i think that as as we're walking i uh i'm like hop flying and go guys guys this is okay so you know my my detection thing that i do uh well so i cast it to see if i could find anything and there's literally nothing no, no, nothing um, to be detected, despite the fact that we've been dealing with a lot of nasty things on the way here. We need to go, and fast. Yeah. Let's move. As you guys follow the clear trail of R- that Rindar left for you, you begin moving, and you move for several hours through this silent forest. No animals or insects make a sound. And as you're moving, it becomes almost creepy at how silent it is. It, it actually feels like the wind itself seems to be hesitating to blow through here. And really, the only sounds you guys hear are from your own steps when you occasionally move through some brush or step on a, a twig along the route. But eventually, the trail does lead you guys to another clearing. Standing within the tree line as you each approach it and stop, you notice a fence of sorts that surrounds the camp. Currently, parts of it have been busted open as if a huge fight broke out sometime in the recent past. What remains is made from haphazardly constructed wooden spears that jut up out of the earth with tattered banners that marks the clan symbol on it. 
Upon some of the spikes, there are heads that rest, some fresher than others, and a few even seem to move with some unnatural life. From here, you can smell burning flesh and see some smoke billowing from several fires within. Beyond the damaged walls, you can also see many collapsed structures with shredded canvas stained crimson, some of which flutter and dance in the wind mournfully in the slightest breeze. It's definitely a village of the broken bones, and it was a place that was probably once full of song and laughter, but now it sits in dark silence. Are we just standing in the middle of the like road or whatever? No, no, you guys moved up to the right to the edge of the tree line where it breaks into this open area where you can see the Okay, okay. Um I I think I um make a perception check to get a sense of it like if there's any uh potential things hidden or that might jump out at us. Alright. I would like to do that. No, yeah. I scan for like a potential entrance. Everybody go ahead and give me perception checks. If I anybody will. wants to look. I'm going to draw yep. my sword I got, shield. I got five. I got a seven. I got a burn. I got a 18? natural. Na- I got a natural 20. Nice. Yes. For your perception? Yeah. All right. So Abdiel notices it first. But right behind him is Vernalax. You both kind of pick it up. Uh, Jace, you're looking around, and it, there's clearly one one major entrance, and there are some broken ways in, but like you don't know if, if you can get into those. It's kind of hard to tell from here. But there is a clear entrance where the doors have been shattered open, parts of them on the ground, that allow anybody to just walk right into this camp. Uh, but Abdiel and Vernalax, you guys notice some slight movement uh, inside the place. It looks like soldiers, people that are moving around. Question. Does it look like the gates were shattered in or out? With that natural 21 um, or that natural 20 plus the one, uh, you can quite clearly tell that they were shattered outwardly. Like there was a fight that broke out inside this place. Be careful. Something erupted from within, and I see movement. I I don't know what it is, but we need to be careful when progressing. If this really was a stronghold, we know not how many of these adversaries we might find within. Very well. Quietly we move then. Everyone, gather up. I, I believe in all of us. We can do this. And we're going to do it quietly and stealthily. And I'm going to cast Pass Without Trace on all of us. <laughs> all right. Guys, go ahead and give me some stealth checks. And Pass Without Trace lets you add 10 to your roll. Yep. 22. Vernalax and I both roll at disadvantage. <laughs> oh, right. That is a 13 for Vernalax. Um, I oh. got a uh, 27. Even with disadvantage, thanks to Akka, I got a 20. Nice. Yeah. You guys are able to make it up to the building. Vernal, actually, you do make some noise, um, but you guys 
you're not sure, but you don't think you've set off any alarms as you guys make your way up to the front. You guys are kind of like on one of the sides of the broken doors, like kind of like taking cover against the wall, the wooden wall. And you guys are right now, you guys have been able to move up without anybody charging out after you. Um, go ahead and I'm going to let Aka give me a perception check. Okay. As like the, the group's ranger and yes. main eyes, I would think that. That is going to be a 21. As you guys are moving up, uh, you notice a couple of the heads on the spikes seem to turn and look towards Vernalax, but that's kind of all they do as they just kind of, they moan for a moment, but you guys are able to be up at the gate and nothing seems to be charging out at you. Abdiel is going to use his divine sense, try to see if he detects anything fiendish, celestial, undead, or void, void touch within that's the and they have they it can't be behind something, right? Total, it has to be, yeah, yeah, it can't be behind total cover. So are you like, gonna peek peek out and do this? Yeah, I'm gonna look through the gate. Alright. Uh, I'll let you keep the same stealth roll to do it, which was a twenty. So yeah, you kinda you know, with using the stealth that you did, you're able to peek out. And you do pick up a couple small senses of undead mixed with void. Not a lot. Just a couple. And that's probably largely in part that the forces were sent out to confront Oglor. So there probably really shouldn't be too many things in this place. And and Abdiel will turn back to his companions and, and look at them and say, The touch of death is upon this place. The foul creatures roam through this camp. Be on your guard. Do, Abdiel, do you think we need to actually go into this camp, or can we just walk stealthily on the outskirts? Um, I'll tell you, you you guys know that this is a rather large camp, and there's heads all along the walls, um, and it would you could try to make your way around, but it'll be a lot longer of a time, and you guys. It, it could cause you more problems and there's more it, chance of, of something seeing you and then you're out in the open. Okay. Did, did it look like Rendar's tracks went right into this camp? Rendar's tracks, actually. Um, give me a perception check. All of us? Well, can I do... Uh, can I do since he's asking. Can I do okay. survival instead? <laughs> I'll let you use survival. Yeah, because survival can be used to, to track. They're, actually, I think they're the same. For me, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, I got a 10. Even with a 10, you look and you, you realize that when you guys got to the edge of the forest, that the tra you the trail just like went right down and straight forward into this place. And as you peeked around to do that, you do notice the footprints seem to go through it and deeper within. And you can see off really far on the other side, it looks like there's another entrance that's been busted open that leads outward. It looks like the trail the trail seems to go that way. Rendar came this way. I know that it might be safer for us to go around, but I think that for the sake of him, we should proceed forward. 
Don't worry, Aka. I'll keep you safe. Thank you. Um, okay, well, so everybody, we still have our uh, cover, our shadow cover. So just everybody be stealthy. Like an owl. I will do my best. I'll hold right. up to your your uh, your armor, Vern. I'll, I'll act as as a buffer. I'm feathery. It'll be fine. Abdiel will Abdiel will take point and start moving into the camp. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you could do that, but it won't reduce his. <laughs> no, I know. I just wanted it to be a very funny like mental image of like Akka hugging Vern trying to hold his wings spread as wide like a as bubble, possible like a bubble wrap owl <laughs> mm -hmm. alright uh, go ahead guys and give me another stealth check um, believe it or not because of the eyes that we're watching you guys at disadvantage 20. Oh, I got man. that 20 guys disadvantage I also got 20. Oh, man, that would have been a good 31 Disadvantage, uh, damn it! Yes, because the, the the heads that saw you on the spikes. Okay, that's still going to be eighteen. Uh, Twenty-eight. Nice. Seventeen for Vern. Sixteen for Abdiel. What was the lowest? Sixteen. No, me a fifteen. No, it was oh, me oh, a fifteen. It was Chase. You guys get about halfway through this place. Oh, man. And those heads on the pikes seem to be turning around. And suddenly, a couple of them just go. And all of a sudden, all the heads on the pikes turn themselves on these spikes and all yell out in unison with the, with the ones. And... Suddenly, uh, you hear several things just kind of like sitting up from the rubble as you see six void-infested dead orc warriors rising up. And then all of a sudden, as you guys kind of see them and you're starting to pull your blades out and prepare, right from one of the walls, you see this large hand just knock it over and you see a huge ogre who is twisted and he seems to have um, the void pulsating through him as well and one of his one of his arms is a large tentacle like it's been shifted into it and the other one holds a great club and the one that's holding the great club you can see is white as bone and it just yells out in rage and the orcs yell out in rage and you guys are just you hear the head screaming on the pikes and I need you guys to all roll for initiative <laughs> I rolled a natural 20 <laughs> for their perception <laughs> alright Jace what is yours 4 4 Vernalax 12 12 Abdiel 13. Aka. 22. All right. At the top of the round, Aka, as these things are screaming out and you see this large, gigantic ogre. You have not seen many of them. And these are the only things that are 
uh, that live in Voxes, and very few of them live here, that are even re re remotely considered giant and related to giants. Um, they're pretty much the giants of Voxes. And okay. they're pretty... This is the first one you've ever seen, and it is terrifying. Though you've never seen one with a tentacle, which definitely doesn't help. Yeah. <clears throat> and you... Okay, so I am going to look at everybody. Um, uh, go, okay, I'm going to fly up now. <laughs> and I'm going to, um, is there, can I make like a perception or something to find like a, burnt-out building that I can uh, use as um, a perch. There's not a lot of buildings around, but there are some pieces of structures that were once, like, people's homes that are still kind of up. Okay. Uh, can I fly up to one of those? Yeah, you can fly up and land on one of them, but I this won't count as any part. This is just part of your movement. I That's... do want you to do a... Um, an acrobatic or dexterity check, whatever, if you don't have acrobatics. Uh, an acrobatic, acrobatic uh, check just to land on this safely because, again, this is all part of rubble. Mm -hmm. That's in that 20, baby. Yeah, you you land on it perfectly. It feels like it, it shifts and you just kind of like move with it and it just kind of sits and you're, it seems to be holding underneath your weight. Okay, so... Uh, first things first, I am going to hunter mark the giant... Oops, that's not what I wanted to do. Uh, I'm going to cast hunter's mark on the big beefy boy. And I'm just going to shoot my arrow. Arrows at it. <laughs> do your thing. All right. Oh! Is that, another, okay. is that another nat 20? That was another nat 20. Uh, <laughs> hey. Isn't that two in a row? That was two in a row. Uh, Damn. Aka's and it's on fire. Beyond, so, like, this is all above board. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And okay. for, uh, just just for those listening, all my players are rolling their dice on D&D Beyond. A wonderful uh, program to use if you want to run games like this. So, check it out. <laughs> uh, um... Okay, so quick, uh, just question. Um, so my damage gets uh, doubled. Your damage dice. Huh? Your damage right, dice get doubled. Yeah, my damage dice gets doubled. Does my hunter's mark damage also get doubled? Yep. Yes. Okay, great. So let's. All the dice damage gets doubled for this for this shot. Okay, so that's thirteen points up just from the. Bow. Is that doubled or no? Um, it it calculated it myself. Four plus four plus five, right? Two yeah, eight it, plus five. It automatically doubled the the dice you yeah. rolled. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So thirteen mm -hmm. then. All right. Mm -hmm. And then, and then right? Do I, I I I get to do two hunters marks, right? Yeah. So five. So additional five, yeah. All right. As the um, arrow. Hits it right in the shoulder. It yells out in pain. What are you doing? You doing another oh, one or? I was gonna take my second my second um, action. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's gonna only be a thirteen to hit. Thirteen does. Wait, let me double check. Does hit. Oh. Okay. Oh. Just hit. Oh, 
that's only seven damage. Um, and then, quick question: Are the other, um, are there any other combatants that are within five feet of this, this guy that I've been firing on? Uh, n- no, they're kind of spread out around the rubble. He came around as they were getting up from those, but nobody's within five feet of him. Okay. That is... Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Um, just trying to prevent me from shooting all the people. I see how it is. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna hold off on expelling a charge, so... That's all I'm gonna do. I've I've, t- I've taken all my turns. I, I think you get another hunter's mark damage, right? Hi. On, on that last bow hit. Do I? I always get confused about hunter's mark. It's, uh, it's every every hit. You deal an extra one d six whenever you hit it with a weapon attack. Okay, great. So then I'll I'll do that one more time then. That's an additional four points of damage to the beefy boy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And now I'm done. <laughs> All right. As Akka lands upon this thing, catches her perch just perfectly, she lets two arrows fly, striking this thing almost in the same spot, right right above the, the heart near the shoulder blade. And it yells out, looks at her, and goes charging towards the structure you're on. And it's going to, mind you, this thing's tall. It's going to swing its great club at you. <laughs> now, is anybody within... 10 feet of where Akka would have flown to. Uh, I'm asking. This is for you guys to decide. I don't think so. I think I would probably be. Okay. I really, I guess that depends on where Akka flew to. So Yeah. I would say that Akka flew at, to the closest building to the group. And there was right. one right next to you guys, so. Well, then maybe. Yeah. All right. I think all three of us well, Jace, Jace, Jace for sure said he was. So, as she, as this thing swings its great club at her, it's going to turn around, and it's going to reach out with the tentacle to strike at you, Jace. Okay. So, the great club comes at you, natural fourteen plus six, so twenty. Oh, yeah, that's gonna hit. Uh, oof. oh my gosh, eighteen points of damage, Aka. As this great club just completely connects with you and as it as it hits you uh the building kind of starts to collapse you are able to catch your your footing and glide down to the ground and kind of go into a tumble and you're back next to where everybody is you guys see this as you guys kind of look at Akka. you see the tentacle just reach out to strike jace right in the face and i'm pretty sure uh a 15 doesn't hit you correct it does not so as this tentacle reaches out, Jace just barely, because you're like looking at Akka like, holy hell, that thing just knocked the crap out of her. And just as you're seeing that and kind of taking that in, you notice the tentacle coming and you just kind of just barely dodge this thing as it kind of just whips out. And as it whips by, you can see the black tendrils that are just on the actual tentacle itself. And then you can tell it's full of like void negative energy as it just kind of goes past you and then reels back towards this thing and with that its turn is done and then one of the void orcs charges towards abdiel and he is going to swing 
17? Wait, no, 18. Nope. Uh, 18 just hits. Oh, 18, yeah, because it's I rolled a 13 plus 5. So the first hit... Math, everyone. Math. Yeah, right. <laughs> he does hit, and you will take 13 points of damage. <clears throat> what kind of damage? Bludgeoning damage? Lashing from his great axe. Uh, 13. That hurt. Mm-hmm. And with that, its turn is over. Abdiel, not Abdiel, sorry, Vernalax. Another one charges towards you, and it's going to be a miss with its weapon. I rolled a natural five. <clears throat> and then one more swings at Jace, also a miss. And with that, as these things start getting up out of the rubble and charging towards you guys to try to swarm you, and you guys all have one of these things on you, and Akka, you see this large thing looming over, wounded behind them. Uh, it's your turn, Abdiel. Um, Abdiel is going to impose himself. Is one of these creatures is near Akka, right? The uh... the the large ogre thing is near the near her. You do have a uh, void orc in front of you. I don't uh, care. I told Akka I'd protect her. So that's what I'm mm-hmm. going to do. Oh. So I will move to interpose myself between Akka and this giant ogre. Um, I'll take an attack of opportunity. Void orc swings and it does not connect. Jeez, might have to switch dice. I block it with my shield and I run yeah. in between Akka and this giant ogre. I say, Akka, I told you I'd protect you. And I turn around and I swing my sword at this ogre. Mm-hmm. Um, that will be a 19 to hit. 19 definitely hits the ogre. And I will. It is undead and void touch. Yep. It's not going to like this. I might. Nice. Um, let's roll a lot of damage. <laughs> like a like a lot like a lot of damage. <laughs> um. Oh, okay. So let's roll this first. Okay. So that's nine plus. Five and now let me roll all my d8s. Oh, for a total of thirty-six points of damage on the first hit. Ooh, jeez. Yeah, buddy. Second attack is going to hit with a twenty-two, and I will sm- I will smite yep. again. And that's all my second level spell slots. Bye bye. Oh. <laughs> Good thing to I, use them on, though. I will say, with the second one, depending on how much damage you do, it'll probably be enough to kill this thing. Just because that uh, first one was pretty brutal. Uh, 30 points of damage. Yeah. With those two hits, describe how you kill this thing. Um, Abdiel gets in between Akka and the ogre and um, slices up with his uh, his sword and just cleaves this thing from like navel up to its neck and it's it's like entrails fall out on the ground and he puts his shield up as this thing's this decomposing body falls towards them and he just shoves it aside nice so as you guys see abdiel the the first swing this bright brilliant light beams out from abdiel's blade as he severs the tentacle arm right off as it howls out in pain and brings up 
its great club to bring it down. Abdiel turns his blade back and brings it up once more, cutting right up the middle of this thing. It just spills open, throwing the shield up, just blocking all the goo and nastiness from hitting him and Akka, but not the rest of you guys, as this stuff sprays over Vernalax, uh, Jace, and these other creatures, and he just kind of crumples the great club falls from his hand and he his hand tries to grab your shield and it just kind of slides down and hits the ground anything else abdiel um that was my action i walked up and uh bonus action stopped it all right with that vernalax you're covered in ickiness as the large creature goes down from brilliant, uh, bright light of Abdiel's blade as he unleashes radiant damage on it. What are you doing? There is, you see two void creatures right in front of you, one that was on Abdiel, one that's on you, and then you see one that's on Jace, as well as three more popping up out of the rubble, getting ready to charge towards you guys as well. All right, so uh, let's see here. Uh, does this, first and foremost, does this goo appear to be like sentient and moving towards no. any part of me? Okay, it's no, just no, no. goo. All right, it's well, just nasty dead person goo. All right, awesome. <laughs> That's very important. Um, I would agree, yeah. especially with the things I've thrown at you in the past. Yes, I would agree. Then, um, fair question. <laughs> so I am going to, uh, for my bonus action, I'm going to cast spiritual weapon. Uh, we're going to do that at second level. I'm going to cast that one at the uh, uh, one that's near Jace um, to assist him. And that attack is going to be a 24 to hit. Oh, yeah. Uh, that creature will take 11 points of force damage. As it bashes it in the back of the head, it kind of reels back in pain, shakes it off and stays focused on Jace. And then I'll use my action to cast the cantrip uh, Sacred Flame on the one right in front of me, which is a dexterity saving throw. And it rolled a natural eight. So even with its bonuses, it will not be enough. Awesome. Uh, it's going to take 2d8 radiant damage. Or six points of radiant damage. <laughs> As it beams down and burns it. Uh, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't do anything extra. But yeah, it... It definitely beams down, hits this thing, and you see parts of it burning off of it as it kind of yells out in pain. But it, it is not detoured from trying to strike you down. All right, anything else? Uh, that's going to be it for my turn. All right. One of the other void creatures comes charging up, um, and it is going to swing at Akka. And it misses. Jesus. But I think, Abdiel, that gives you an opportunity to Just attack. Just attack opportunity. And uh, I'm going to swing and try and hit that creature. Here. Let's do this. Uh, 14 on the die again for another 22 to hit. That'll hit. I'm not going to smite Might. this one. Yeah, All right. Gonna, gonna hit, it. hit it hard. Uh, stick to the one. So perfectly averaged. That is 12 points of damage. 12 points. Is it cuts through it, it reels back in pain, and that will be its go. And then the next one is going to charge at Jace. And does a 16 hit you, Jace? It does not. 
All right. Look at you. Jason invested in some uh, some armor. Yes, he did. <laughs> With that, Jace, there are two now on you. One is wounded, and it has the spiritual weapon behind it. And there is a new one that just swung at you. It is your go. What are you doing? Said once was the one in front of me that's wounded has a spiritual weapon behind it. Yeah, that's the spiritual weapon that uh, Vernalak summoned and struck it in the back of the head. Okay. So, and remind you, if I hit him and like he gets in the range of the spiritual weapon, that'll take care of him. Well, no, the spiritual weapon just on Vernalak's turn, it's basically a floating weapon that just smacks people as a bonus action for Vernalak. Okay. Okay. All right, so it's not like I can tee him up for anything. Okay. Um, can I do... I'm going to do two Eldritch Blasts, but instead of, like, uh, finger guns like last time, I'm just going to, like, um, channel the energy into my fist and just do, like, a high-velocity punch to the stomach. Um, because these are ranged attacks and they are engaged with you in melee, it will be at disadvantage even if you're flavoring it as punches. Yeah, I'll go with it. <laughs> and all right, just so ten for the first one does not hit. And then, come on, get it, get it. Uh, first one was seventeen. I don't think the second. Okay, here we go. All done was a six. Oh, oh. it's so cool though. As you swing and punch at them, you 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 release the energy, and they are able to move past it as they. The blasts go flying up underneath, you know, one of their arms, misting it just barely. And the other one swings, and it it just kind of sidesteps. And as you swing the fist to try to connect in the jaw, it moves, and the blast goes flying off in the distance in a different direction. I do it. Oh, that's weird. Um, I am for my bonus action. I'm gonna do a miss the step nice away one. from them. That is a good... Well, actually, yeah, it's a bonus action spell. Yeah. Yeah, you're good. You're perfect. Yeah, my dude. So, yeah, you you were... Are you stepping further back? Are you stepping further in? Where are you trying to Misty step to? I'm probably going to come further back if only to... That way, um, they don't... It's like somebody turn on one of the others. Gotcha. All right, so you, yeah, you, you go back 30 feet away from them and you have good range on them, and they're looking, and they see you appear, and their eyes kind of lock on you. The last one's going to run out, and it's going to swing at you, uh, Abdiel. Ooh, 16 plus five. Yes. And 16 plus, yes. And, oh, wrong dice, I rolled a 10 side, I meant to roll 12. Oh, that one's not as bad. That will only be six points of damage from this one's as it hits you. Okay. And I with... Not feeling good. With that, uh, we go back up to the top of the round. Akka, it is your go. The the large ogre has been dealt with. Abdiel, after you hit it a couple times, just cleanly just cut right through this thing like butter with two brilliant strikes. Uh, now you see that there are other creatures that are starting to swarm as one just swung at you a moment ago. But what are you doing? Give me a second. I'm going to do some math real quick. Do your math. Okay. Is these uh, void touch orcs in the range of sixty pounds, or no? They're they're much heavier than sixty pounds. Dang it. Okay. 
Never mind I mean, then. They, these are like full-on huge orcs, you know, like big orc guys that okay. are probably ranging between 5'11 and 6'3 in height. And okay. they are, even though they're dead, they are still pretty muscular. Oh, no, for sure. I was just wondering, because, like, you know, dead and decaying things, you know, stuff has yeah. sloughed off. The, like, they, they have, they, these look like they've only been recently dead. So, like, there is decay and there is things that, but they're, they're not fully there. And actually, they're at a point where they're kind of bloated. Um, so, they're probably a little bit heavier than they would be, would be okay. before. Okay. No, that's fine. Um, I think Aka, like, back up onto her feet, shakes out her feathers, and goes, Thanks, Abdio! <sighs> and, uh, she takes a step to be out from his cover, and, um, uh, there, is, there is one on you, don't forget. Oh. Well, but, uh, well, I do have my... Okay. Uh, there's so like there's one within five feet of me. Yes, there is one within five feet. It, it ran up and swung at you, and Abdiel took a swing on it. Okay, so this is I'm going to instead of uh, so everybody's seen my bow, um, but Aka pulls out two short swords and uh, is going, Okay, I guess we're doing it this way. Um, and it's gonna hit him with a sword. Well, maybe. 12 to hit? 12 hits. Yes! Actually, okay. no, no, 12 misses. Just misses. I was Dang. looking at somebody else's armor class. Sorry. No, that's fine. Um, uh, I guess so for my... Before I forget, I'm gonna move my Hunter's Mark to this guy that mm -hmm. tried to hit, me, to hit me, and I'm gonna try to hit him again. That's a bonus action to move it, right? Mm-hmm. God! Yeah. Flip it. That's a 9. So, you know, she's like, okay, and then she just straight, like, whiffs it. And she's like, there's a reason why I use my air my bows, guys. She says that, but you guys all, like, kind of surprised you. And she wields the blades very... Yeah, you see, but she wields the blades very nicely. It's not that she's not skilled with them. She's just, where she's where she's hitting these, these void orcs is more of, like, where they're armored. So the blades aren't, like, getting through. Her, her blades are clean. Foom, foom, just nice and smooth each strike. But it, she just can't get past their defenses. And yeah, well, you, you did see that, Jace. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I, guess, I guess one more. Is there another creature that's within five feet of that guy? There. Well, yeah, there is one because there's one on Abdiel as well. Okay, so then I'm going to use my Horde Breaker ability and take a slash on that bad guy. All right. God bless America. It, oh, that's a 12. <laughs> so 12, <laughs> I think it was a six and a 12, right? Something like yeah, that? Yeah, uh, 12, nine and a 12, yeah. 12, nine and a 12, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And again, just boom, boom, boom. The reach is perfect. The reach is perfect. The hit should have been perfect but it just catches it right in the armor as the thing just kind of moves and uses its its defenses to keep her blade from connecting. And I think we That's all see Akka... Anything more. I think we all see Akka curse a little bit underneath her breath. 
And with that, fly up a little bit and go for the eyes. <laughs> Should I use my talons next time? Hell yes. I mean, heck yes. <laughs> she like starts and kneading the ground with her talons. <sighs> and with that, the the void orc that was originally on Abdiel turns his attention towards Vernalax, and it's going to swing at you, Vern. Bring it on, big boy. Does a 16 hit you? I don't think it does. It does not. <clears throat> does not hit you. As it swings, you bring up your defenses and just easily parry it away. Pling, knocking the blade away. And it, it looks hungry and angry all, all at the same time. Now, the one that is currently on you, Vernalax, is going to swing at you as well. Now that you, you've thrown your shield up, it sees an opportunity. It tries to take it, hoping that you're not prepared for it. Ooh, and you are not, because that's a natural 19, plus his bonuses. That was it. And it will be 11 points to you. As as your shield is up, knocking the one blade away, it leaps in, bringing its blade down and connecting and cut, drawing blood from you as well, as it digs in right past your armor. Mm, that's one hurt. And that'll be its go. And the one that is on Jace... That is a natural 14 plus five. So that's a 19. And that will only be five points to you, Jace. Five? <clears throat> yeah, five points as it okay. barely connects. As these all, they're, it, it's not that these things are superiorly skilled. They might have been in life, but it's just that there's so damn many of them coming at you from guys from different angles that it's, it's hard to keep a beat and block every blow that's coming through. And with that, it's Abdiel, your go. So, the creature that was nearest to Akka, is it still near her? Yes, it I is. Uh, I'm going to attack that one. You're within range of both of them, the one that's within your, because it's like right up on you and Akka, and so is yeah. the other one. So, I'm going to go after the one that's close enough to hit Akka first. Uh, that is a nine on the die plus eight for 17 to hit. 17 does hit him. Okay. Or I'm it at this point. <laughs> no, not going to smite this one. Regular, uh, not great. A four and a two for nine points. Uh, wait, no, 11 points of damage. With that, you bring up your blade and you swing it around and you hit this thing right in the neck and it just goes clean through and the head goes spinning off and hits the ground and the body collapses right in front of Akka and it is down. That one's Take done. That. I think she yeah. sticks it, like pokes him with her claw. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's going to just attack the next one. All right. The one that was attacking him. Yep, the one that's attacking you. And 17 on the die, so it's a 25 to hit. This one I will smite with a first level spell slot. A lot more damage. See if I can take this one down in one hit. Uh, ooh, good roll, good roll. The two fours, not quite box cars, but I'll take it. So that's eight plus five, so that's 13. And now 3d8. 13 plus 22. 24 yeah. points of damage. Yeah. You hit this thing and it just explodes from the radiant damage that hits it. And it just 
evaporates underneath the weight of your blade. Um, so I haven't moved yet. Now I'm going to move. There's one near, which one's closer to me? The one that's attacking Vernalax or the one that's attacking Jace? Uh, I would say the one that's attacking Jace. Cause I, I, I kind of see like you moved past Jace and these, there's two on Jace and there's two on Vern. Um, I'm going to go towards Jace, towards the two that are attacking. Him. All right. And, and then I will end my turn. All right. With that. Vernalax, it is your go. There is still two on you. And there is two on Jace. I will... You know what? And one is injured on each of you. I get a couple of uses of this. So I am going to... Use my breath weapon. It's been fun, gentlemen. But I need you to get back! Uh, and I'll need them both to make dexterity saving throws. You actually can hit, uh, if, if you kind of sidestep, you can hit three of them. I will absolutely do so. Yeah. And what's the DC? It is a, uh, DC 15 dexterity saving throw. All right, let's see here. I'm clicking on them. Uh, that's two failures. Three failures. As I rolled a 13 with only a plus one, a 10, and a 7. Ooh, not bad damage either. 20 points of force damage. And that will be enough to drop the two on you and uh, the injured one on on Jace. Oh, sweet. And with that, there is just one left on on Jace. Um, It's still 30 feet from you, right? Oh, yeah, because you moved back. You're right. It's not on you anymore. It's the one that was on you. Okay, so now I'm going to try it. Thank you for me. <laughs> yeah. Finger guns. Uh, eight and... Did I do that? Yeah, cause... what, what is... Eight and ten. Jesus. Your, your oh, no. dice do not like you, do they? Tonight? <sighs> That's fair. Oh, my goodness. As you fire, this thing, seeing Abdiel coming at it, and you're firing, it just kind of does this weird little sidestep. Foom, foom. And luckily, though... It sees Abdiel coming at it, and so it turns its attention back towards him and away from you. And with that, Abdiel, as you have stepped up to this thing, it turns and it swings at you. And that is definitely going to be a hit. It was a natural 18 for 8, 19, 11 points of damage. All right. It is Akka's go. There is one left, Akka. These things have been engaging, and they've definitely hurt you guys. You guys are... You see, Abdiel, as, as tough as he is, he definitely looks a little bit uh, hurt at this point. A lot of bit hurt. A lot of bit. <laughs> how how far is this guy from me? I would say at this point, he's probably about 15 feet away from you. Okay. So I need to, because that's too close. I'm not, that, that, that would make disadvantage. Okay. This is what I'm going to do. I am going to run up next to Abdiel. Use with my short swords out. Um, just all not quite Naruto running because my uh, because my arms are outstretched in front of me, but my wings are sort of like behind me. And just is like I am done with all of these things, and I'm gonna take my 
That is going to be a 26 to hit. It does hit. Uh, uh, can I take my bonus action real quick and also move my hunter's mark to that guy? <laughs> I will allow it. Thank you. Okay, so um, nice. that is seven points plus uh, uh, an additional three, so ten points. Um, right. I am going to take my second action. That is a 16 to hit. That hits. Great. And then another, another nine plus two, so another 11 points of damage to this guy. Can that I? Will, that will be Go enough ahead. to kill him. Okay, can I say that when I do, I look at my swords drop them and use my talons and just like rip his head like hop up on his shoulder and rip his head off with my talons Whoa. you guys you see Akka she goes up there masterful with the swords boom 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 and then as she as this thing's starting to drop to the ground she just lets her blades go and you see her eyes with this animalistic look in them as she just leaps onto this thing and just starts shredding its chest and neck and trying to rip this thing's head off and after a couple good swipes the head does come clean and she pulls it and it drops to the ground and the body crumples next to it. And you guys are out of combat at this point. I think I'm going to be sick. I will walk over and I'll walk over and rejoin the group. We need to hurry. I'm very hurt. And I don't want to be here anymore. Are you okay? You see Abdiel looks to you. And says this, and he's, he's got like blood running down one side of his face. Yeah, all of us are covered in blood. Um, I look back at uh, Abdiel and go, Abdiel, do I look all right? <laughs> and I am covered in viscera. Um, I'm very hurt. I had to use my swords, which I do not like to do. And we are in the middle of a burnt out, like, rubble place. I, I, we need to go. We need to go out of this place, please. I agree, but we also need to plan carefully. Oh yes, we still have a uh, pass without. We still have shadows around us, so we're good. Well, what I mean is, I can heal us now. Use oh. some some of my magic to heal us, or we can take a rest for a bit if we think we have time. How long will it take, Vern? You know, a short rest is about an hour or so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you guys would know. You guys would know this. Have like potions. You guys, you guys have potions. You guys would know that battles like on this large scale tend to go for a long time. So you guys know that you guys have a a few hour, well, more than a few hours. You probably have probably most of the day because even after the armies are finished with the fighting, it would take them some time to return. You know, to where whoever won. It would take time for them to return. So you guys probably have time to rest if you want to. Um, you don't know that for sure. I mean, because for all you know, this Void Army could easily, quickly engulf Oglors. You haven't heard from Shadaha. You have no idea. But but in normal battle situations, it usually takes long time, which would give you guys a long enough window to try to move in if, if needed. Right. Um. I look at I look at Vernalax and go. I understand that, like 
if you can help heal us, um, let's do that. But my magic only lasts an hour, so if we can at least get to the end of the of the spell to utilize that, because it gives us it gives us an advantage. That's my that's my my thought. We can Everybody we can take a rest you? here too. That's fine. I just want us to be aware. Um, I'm gonna look around and see if, uh, aside from these creatures, if there are anything, if, if if it looks like there's anything else alive in this camp, or if it just looks like it's been decimated. With the fight finished and you taking an actual moment to really get a look at what's going on inside here, you realize that there is like very few bodies and most of them that are here look like they've been gnawed on, desecrated, um, a lot of heads ripped off as, you know, by the pikes that are outside. Uh, it's, are any, it's brutal. Are there any clan designations or markings on the dead bodies or are they um, all members of the Broken Bone? It's mostly members of the Broken Bone, but you do see a few others mixed in here probably from Re more and they, their bodies look fresher, you know, the ones that are not broken bone. But there's a lot of broken bone uh, clan members among the dead here. Hmm. Those that probably didn't want to bend the knee to whatever this is were brutally killed and torn apart. But you don't see at this moment any other threats around you. go like August said and then and then use that time to heal up once we once the spell runs out I I don't have a problem with that but I do need to heal myself a little bit um, Abdiel is going to use like 15 points of his lay on hands on himself understandable and, <laughs> and <laughs> And then he is going to also use his... I'm going to use my channel divinity to harness divine power. He grabs his holy symbol um, and focuses and centers himself uh, to gain back one of his second level spell slots. Spends his channel divinity to do that. That's a good use. I'm still low on health. Yeah, you, you took a big brutal beating. Yeah. That big beefy boy took out almost half of my hit points. I think it really? hit um, Abdiel once too, didn't it, Abdiel? Yeah. yeah. I'm really glad you two took it out like right away. <laughs> Actually, no, it didn't hit me, but the orcs hit me a lot. Like real yeah. hard. <laughs> so you, you you guys see Abdiel as you guys are discussing what to do quickly uh, touch several of his wounds and his hands glow with the same light that his sword did and you see some of the wounds close up but he still looks pretty ragged are you guys moving forward or are you guys 
when you what's the plan? I, you guys never fully agreed. <laughs> I think we're gonna stealth forward. I, yeah, I think we're gonna the rest of Aka's spell and then find a place to short rest. Yep. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. As you guys get past the camp and you guys make your way further into the other side, the force becomes, as Aka saw from above, much thicker, heavily, you know, uh, filled with trees and brush, and it's it's not difficult to move through it. But to move through it quietly, even with with the magic, it does require you guys to move much slower. And you guys are able to make your way through. And eventually, as the hour ends, you can see not too far away uh, through some of the brush signs of what looks to be something sticking farther up into the sky. It might be the tower. And this is your best chance to rest before moving forward, if you guys so choose. Yup. Okay, we will yep. take a short rest. All right. Um, go ahead and give me a short rest. I'm going to roll. Nothing seems to happen on your guys' rest. Nice. So you guys are able to get a short rest in, get some of your HP back, roll those dice. Two, I got five points back. All right, I am back up to full health. Cause I barely lost anything. Everybody finish the rest. I'm oh still down. I, I'm still down exactly five hit points, but I'm going to use my healing hands to heal myself five. Hit I points. think I got my spell. I think I got my spell slot back too. If I'm reading this right. I yes, yeah. warlocks get them back on short rest. Okay, okay. thank you. Great. Uh, I am back up at full. That's good on your health. Um, as you guys finish the short rest and. Like as I said, the spell was worn off. You guys again pick up where you left off, and you quietly pushing through the tree brush and everything. You start to see after a few more minutes of traveling what looks to be a large crater that is surrounded by what looks to be more recently built wooden spikes, creating a new wall. But there, the entrance is completely open. And it's not broken like the last one. This one looks like it was intentionally left open. And you guys can see Rindar's tracks leading right into this place. (laughs) Inside sits a broken tower, very similar to the one that you guys saw in Timbervale Forest. It looks like it has collapsed in some parts amongst the crater in the debris. You also see a large shiny stone figure unmoving abdiel give me give me a whiz no intelligence an intelligence check just a check Ooh, nice natural 19 so a 19 hey. <laughs> nice you recognize that thing it's something from your past the large, shiny stone figure. And even with that 19, that's really all you can remember. It actually hurts your head to think about it too hard. But it is something that you believe you've you've encountered before in your life. And what does it look like? <clears throat> it's just a tall, shiny stone statue? Parts of it parts of it are made of metal. Some of it have this blue gems. And yeah, you see this. This this stone figure, it's taller than you. 
It's is large. It, is it moving? It's not moving. It is covered in debris. It looks like it's either damaged or destroyed, um, but it looks like it fell with this tower. Or the tower fell on it, one of the two. Could I make a history check? You can make a history check. It's a 19. With that, you are almost certain that you have no clue what that thing is. You've never seen or heard of anything like that in all of Oxus. Cool, cool, cool. That, that statue, it's strangely familiar, but it's, it's, it's at the edge of my ability to remember what it is. It, it almost hurts to try to think of it. Perhaps it has something to do with my past. Let's go ask and, it. And as you guys are talking Before and saying, good. Can I look around to make sure that like there is no one near it or anything like that? And as as they're talking, Jace, you, you kind of like survey the area. And one thing you notice is there's ten bodies, dead bodies, scattered around the crater. And as you guys are discussing whether to approach the statue or not. Jace, you're the first one to notice, but you all kind of go silent as your eyes are drawn. And out of the tower that's tilted and shattered in pieces, out of the shadowed doorway, you see Caldor stepping out as if he senses you guys here. And behind him, another figure stands motionless. Damn it. And it's Rindar. Yeah. And as, as he steps forward, out into the light you guys can see the pronounced muscles of his broad shoulders back rippling with just pure strength you see him he's kind of like brushing the whetstone across his axe and he's wearing well-kept chainmail, and it's fit really snug against his impressive physique and both of them stand tall carrying themselves with this rigid posture and stoic countenance of lifelong soldiers. They just seem like they're just holding themselves firm, both of them. Same pose. And you guys kind of notice when Kaldor shifts, Rindar shifts. And beyond, beyond this imposing frame and armor, there's this twisted darkness to, to Kaldor. As you guys see black veins seem to run up his neck and his eyes are as black as the night, which is different from how you guys remembered him. There's this look to him, a distant look, as you feel a dark pulse ripple out from him, mm. stretching out to, the, to you guys. You could feel just evil coming off of him. And he opens his mouth and begins to speak, and as he does, Rindar, speaks in complete unison no and he says to you it's about time you arrived we have been waiting far too long for this moment we know what you did to us in the timber and today you will become part of us as retribution for your transgressions and this is where we will stop Oh my god. <laughs> Alright. Alright. It's about to go. To go down. down. At that moment, 
Abdiel just flares his wings and cuts both their heads off. <laughs> hey, travelers, I am Morgan, your master of games, and I just want to say thank you for listening to our adventure. We really hope you enjoyed this episode and will return for more. Please join us next week as we once again return to the journey with our heroes of Voxes. If you love the stories we are creating, please give us a follow and likes wherever you listen to us online to help other wandering adventurers find us as well. Or you can just share our link with your fellow dice throwing friends. Remember, whether it's at the table or in life, never stop rolling. Thanks again, and I hope you all have a great night. Thank you.